What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Book Report to talk about episode number four, chapter four of the book of Boba Fett. Uh, School's in session, y'all. School's in session. You said everyone that in like the, the first episode, and then we never yeah. circled back to that joke. So Sit down and shut up. We're going to talk Star Wars. <laughs> we're going to teach Star Wars to you, kids. <laughs> and uh, we're not alone today. We have a couple substitute teachers joining us. Uh, from Broaxium, we have Claire and Jackson. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, Thanks for substitute, having us. Substitute teacher. I actually, when you said schools in session, I got flashbacks of Catholic school. So I, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Thank you. I think I I've got a ruler somewhere in here. I think, no? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I, I was post-Vatican too, so I didn't get beaten. Thank God. <laughs> it's funny. Like, what we too. do, this is the only show where I think we give our the guests homework. Uh, so we're, we're going to show everyone your assignments in a little bit, but, uh, I just want to hear Claire, how are you feeling about the series as a whole so far? I'm excited. I just, you know, I, I've talked about it a couple times. My favorite things in star Wars are the weird, the weird things. And while I think that it's a, it's kind of building slowly to what's going to be a really, really interesting and like climactic explosion of <clears throat> gang related craziness as, as I think. Um, I, I really have just been, my cup has been filled with all of the weirdness and the creatures and Boba Fett talking and petting animals and talking about <laughs> Bantha babies I and I'm that, just, and weird droids. And I'm like, this is, this is for me. This is, this is me. Thank you. So I am just, I'm basking in the strange right now. I'm, I'm in my comfort zone. This is good. But we, we were talking this morning, Molly was just like, I think Boba just needs a pet. Like that's all he wants. The, <laughs> like, the series should end with him opening a petting zoo. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think he would have been like if he had just had a pet growing up? And yes, I do see him retiring, opening a petting zoo on Tatooine with all the Banthas and the baby Banthas. <laughs> So many fuzzy little baby banthas with their weird bantha tongues. I want a bantha kiss. Uh, Jackson, how have you been enjoying the series? Well, I've uh, I've said this on Twitter. I think I've said it on Broaxium too. Um, you know, I grew up. I was born in '74, so Boba Fett to me for the for most of my life was an action figure. There wasn't anything there except a cool outfit, a cool exterior, and. Um, and there wasn't really a backstory aside from the ones that, you know, my brother, my older brother and I created when we were playing with the action figures, which was fantastic, by the way. It was good stuff. Um, but so when, 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 this, when the series was announced, I wasn't as excited as a lot of other people were. Um, and uh, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of those things that I was looking forward to. I mean, uh, but you know what? Honestly, I felt the same way about Bad Batch, which... Now I'm like Team Omega, and I'm I'm you know uh, I'm I'm waiting for the crosshair uh, uh, you know renewal. So I, I'm I'm fully invested in Boba Fett's story. It's it's created uh, it's given him so many dimensions, so many layers. Um, there's a there's a humanity there. I also think that we've been able to see him, you know, both in the story and as a character, kind of to the fandom be reborn his his rebirth happened on Tatooine his rebirth essentially as a Star Wars character but you know but in a different way it, it's it's he's he is something much different than he was it's not simply a, a, a you know resurrection he's he's reborn into a different character and 
I love it. Uh, I think there have been some off points in the store in the series, but for the most part, they've been pretty high highs. And um, and I'm with Clara. I love I love the new characters. I love seeing uh, Black Chrysanthemum uh, from the comics. I love the comics. So I mean, that's that's been huge for me. And today, uh, I know Claire, you you're, you love the furry, the furry babies, but uh, the Leptroid. Yes, I am. I am <laughs> oh Team Leptroid. God. He was so Leftroid. scared he turned himself off. Yeah, he was like, I can't deal with this today. Boop. Yeah. And that, I feel that's that me in my soul. Every day. Every day. <laughs> sobbing. Sobbing. Nope. Just, mm -mm. Yeah. I'm done I for think, day. I think my favorite part about that scene was Boba Fett asking him if he knew who he was. Like, no <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. Did you see his ears go down at that moment? It's like, He's so literally screwed. sobbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor little yeah. guy. I watched it both. I so saw I watched it twice today, and I watched it both times with uh, uh, the subtitles on, and and that was like that made me laugh even more. <laughs> it was literally sobbing, oh, shutting no. down. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it with the subtitles on. It's fantastic. Oh, and I love his little tiny net as the yeah. rat oh, yeah. catcher. He's the rat catcher. That scene came on and Alex was like, wait, is yeah. he the rat catcher? Yes. <laughs> I was just excited to see the Lep droid at first, which is also wild because I remember when the Clone Wars movie came out, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I don't, I just didn't like that droid mm -hmm. design. And now the, the second it shows up in live action, I'm like, oh my God, it's a Lep. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it, almost, it almost begged uh, for like a voiceover from like the Flintstones, like it's a living, you know, when he's just walking down <laughs> yeah. with the, the rat catcher. Fantastic. <laughs> Well, before we get to our yeah. uh, our drawings, our favorite scenes, uh, just what were your overall feelings of this episode? Uh, Molly, we'll start with you. I liked this episode. Um, it didn't, like, knock my socks off. I think I still, I feel like episode two, I think, is still my favorite. This one had, like, a lot of, I think, necessary plot points to hit. And I think it did that. But it... I don't know, the pacing was a little bit off. There was <clears throat> some scenes that went on a little bit too long, I thought. Like, I think this could have been condensed into, like, a slightly shorter episode. But otherwise, mm -hmm. yeah, I dug it. I, I was saying last week that I really wanted more of Fennec, and we kind of got that. Mm -hmm. So, yay. Right. That's I, I feel basically the same way. I, I would say this is probably my second favorite episode so far. Uh, but I was like, I was a little critical of it in my review and I saw a lot of comments of people like thinking I hated it or something, which I didn't. I really liked all of the content in the flashbacks, but I was also like, I don't know that we needed a 90 second montage of like stomach surgery. And like, yeah. they, they just lingered on some things where I was like, we're not really learning anything new. It's just like robot man building robot yeah. parts with techno music. <laughs> and I was like, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> but that was very. I, I, Stan, I enjoyed. That was very yeah. Stan Lee from um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with yeah, the haircut yeah. device. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that. all the like the, the just the talks between Boba and Finnick mm -hmm. a lot. I yeah. thought there was there's a lot going on there. But uh, well, the Jackson guy, Wood, the mod uh, guy, he was like a cameo, so I think that makes yeah. a little bit more sense that he got some extra screen time. And I mm -hmm. saw someone say that that was his music, so. I if if that's true, then I'm like, okay, that that does make a little more sense why they were like, he wrote some music. Let's let it go for yeah. 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jackson, what yeah. did you feel about this episode? 
So uh, I actually, I mean, I came to kind of the similar conclusion myself. Uh, the pacing was was a little weird. Uh, the uh, the um, the montage definitely seemed like it was a little long. I also feel like if you're if it's hard to rank because you're talking about a series, obviously, but obviously that's what we do. We, we rank our episodes, and I feel like number two is still the highest point in the series and and actually one of the highest points in star wars in in a long time mm. um uh but this one was good it, it did give us fennec a lot more fennec i found it i found it a little strange that the the, the scene with the rancor was so long uh i'm sorry the um uh the pit of sarlacc was so long uh mm. it, it, it it um I don't know. It, it, it was a little strange to me, but I think that my, kind of my issue was that we were yeah. spending a lot of time on scenes where we were like, we know what happens. We know his armor's not down there. I right. love, yeah. I do really love the Sarlacc yeah. scene, but yeah, it, it took some time, <laughs> but, it, but I feel like it, it was I, where we're pointing. And obviously we'll talk a little bit more about that. I'm sure. But where we're pointing now, I feel like things are going to start. I mean, I, I there's not a lot, I think that you have to do in flashbacks anymore. You know, it's like going to be in the now, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously there are some interesting things to come in the next yeah. episode. Claire, how did you feel about chapter four? We're going to go four for four. It's my oh. second favorite episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, I just, I know, you know, it's, it really was like, I enjoyed so much of it because I've been sitting here since Mando season two came out and I'm sitting why why are you two together why are you two friends i'm glad i got that story fennec has not had that much to do since the first episode um which was great but we just haven't seen her do too much up until today and oh man did they give her some really amazing things to do oh i love her and it's so ridiculous the whole uh the mod parlor scene i loved every second of it because i'm like Oh my God, I want to get a robo arm with mom with like a Sailor Jerry mom heart <laughs> tattoo on it. I want to be one of those cool kids. I'd be so modded up, man, a full <laughs> sleeve. Um, but it was, I, it was just so weird that I was like, yes, Star Wars space techno. Yes. This is I just, there's so much weird in this episode that I was like, I, yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, the, the chef droid with the knives for hands, like <laughs> so many just things in this. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for feeding my strange. It's so exciting. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really did. Well, let, let's just keep sticking with claire because a i'm curious to see if molly and claire drew the same thing um but claire i'd like to see your your favorite this moment so exciting episode. yeah oh <laughs> what, what did you bring well, for show and tell well let me make sure it's the right direction before i here we go so i was torn between two scenes and and i i opted for the more conventional of the two which is sad i should have done another drawing but I decided to go with <clears throat> do drum roll. <laughs> Our Sarlacc pit. Oh, oh, wow. That's really good. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so I had so many crayons and uh dropping you got the drop in the <laughs> ah, where is it? The seismic charge. And it's really bad. I can't draw people at all, apparently. In the cockpit. <laughs> I don't know if you can see Boba and Fennec are like, ah! <laughs> um, so there was just something about 
you know, going into the Sarlacc pit and having it latch on that I was like, oh, they're going to do seismic charge. They're going to do seismic charge. They're going to do seismic charge. <laughs> and, um, and I, and I got the seismic charge. I got the, I got, I got the seismic charge. I think that was our first full color drawing that we've had on the show. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I am an oh, wow. artiste. I, I'm be, impressed. This will be selling on Etsy for several hundred dollars. My grand <laughs> drawing. Thank you. I worked really 125. Hard we're gonna start the bidding now anymore yes but the left droid is gonna be my second shirt please yeah yes molly i would like to see your drawing because i i now i'm curious to see what claire was what what your other choice was and it might be this well you you said it was the lep droid right i love him so much a little with his little net swinging it around and running through the fire oh my god sweet boy sweet prince so i've been kind of picking and choosing what i draw like not necessarily my favorite scene but i sometimes just the cutest scene because i just want to draw the cute things so you know i had to draw the bantha yes oh it's so cute (laughs) and look at that tongue like Exactly like my drawing from last week. I just erased Boba's body, put him in his robes. Because last week I had the same exact drawing, but the Rancor was sitting here. <laughs> the so, tongue. The tongue. He's wagging his tail. Oh, when they oh, have the close up of his wagging his tail. tail, I'm like, this is, this. Yeah. there is a god. That's what this is. I'm curious. And, and I'm curious to see how long you can get away with this, with that same basic drawing. Same drawing. <laughs> <laughs> what animal is he going to pet this uh. week? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. and I and I drew a wagging tail on the Rancor last week. So when I saw that happen in today's episode, I lost my mind. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Jackson, what was your right. favorite scene from well, the episode? So you know, when uh, we first met Chewbacca, we heard of his uh, of his uh, talent to uh, dismember oh, his opponent. So be happy. yes, well, well. I kind of thought about it independently of Dan, but I really put a lot of effort into this because Dan, our buddy, our bro host, Dan Miller, hates Trandoshans. So he really does. I, I, I did this again with a with poster board, crayons and colored pencil, and I kind of made a, a meme. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so let's see. It says, okay. Um, I support Wookiees disarming. <laughs> Wookiees disarming Trandoshans. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look how angry Black Chrysanthemum is. <laughs> I love you it. got a lot of emotion in there. I'm so impressed by uh, both of your drawings. Oh, my God. You have you to can, send that to Dan. You can really see the pain <laughs> in his eye. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, we start the Sorry. Please sell this on eBay. I need this. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Hello. He's okay. Angry. Sorry. Angry. Did Did you guys? I'm sorry. I I lost my uh, headphones for a second. Did you Did you catch that? All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Technically, that would be all left. Can I see, can I see the top left. again? Look at Yeah, I missed Garza. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh, and you got, and the, you got the, background, the background characters too. That, that's so detailed. Wow, Santo has never oh, looked man. better. Molly, we should have gone first. 
Well, because uh, so I, I should have gone earlier because now like Claire and that. Claire and Jackson are looking great. We, we choose to do these on our whiteboards, so it's yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Well, I I went on a roller coaster today with uh, this character. Yes! Uh, I I fell in love with yes! him, and then he was immediately taken away from me, and that hurt so much. I I just the second I saw him, I was like, look look at him chopping away. Like I love that droid design. It's so fun. And then he was like doing the grievous thing, and I was like, I love this. And then he just gets his throat slit and his head cut off. I was like, and now he's gone too soon. They could have right. recruited him or something. Yeah. yeah. How would you like to work for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looks like you need a job. You're right. <laughs> forget, yeah, forget needing a protocol droid. We need that chopping right. droid. Uh -huh. And he was like chopping lettuce too. I I like to think that he is like trying to make these healthy meals. He's like, <laughs> <For> Bib. guys, <laughs> he's, Bib's weight loss diet. <laughs> 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 now that he has the gout, we need to go low. Oh, gout. he does have space gout for sure. He definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Well, did. Oh, I love this name. Don't RIP General, General Cleavis. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's good. That better be a um, a name on Twitter tomorrow. But a Twitter handle for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's Let me very. Someone good. get that Twitter handle now. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's just take some time and start walking through the episode a little bit. Uh, everything kicks off with a Boba Fett in the back to tank. It's like, we always got to show that back to tank to make sure, you know, we're about to go into the past. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he goes, he looks at Jabba's palace. He's like, I can't get in there. He needs a friend to help him out. And that's when he uh, finds Finnick, takes her to go get healed. Um, it's, it sounds like Claire, you, you really uh, loved all of that, especially. All the weirdness with the mods. I totally did. When we walked up and there was the girl with like the red eye, the red eye attachments. God, I don't, mm. I'm sorry to all you mods out there. Like clearly <laughs> I don't know the terminology. I'm not a cool kid. Um, but I just, I loved it because it was so weird. Just total tattoo parlor in space vibes. And I'm like, oh my God, I understand the craze now why all the kids are doing it. <laughs> I loved that guy and his and his awesome his awesome outfit and and hair and I'm like this is this this is just the the weird montage of 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 tummy of tummy building that I didn't know <laughs> that I was going to get. And we'd spent a lot of time on tummy time um with her abs <laughs> of steel. I was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for mm -hmm. all of this. This is great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was also really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we have a, a tattoo shop now in Star Wars. And <laughs> I like to think, or I, I like that we know now like what like what the youths are up to on uh, Tatooine. They're just hanging out, getting their, getting their mods done, shining their bikes, their little Vespa scooters things. <laughs> so that was a question I had, you know, and maybe, maybe Alex, you can answer this, but uh, at what point in in the galaxy or at least in Tatooine, did that become popular? Because it, was there ever a chance that, you know, maybe Luke was like, I'm going to Tashi station for some power converters, but he was actually going to go get like a new foot because it's a <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Was I that ever like later? Yeah. Later. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We did, we didn't see any of that in Moss Eisley before. Right. Um, <laughs> seems like it's a new kind of like punk youth movement. Right. Maybe when he gets his hand at the end of Empire, he's like, yeah, finally, I'm a right. mod now. Yeah, one of the cool <laughs> kids, finally. Yeah, he's but the Gen Xer, and, and, and uh, 
he's looking at the uh you know the millennials and the gen y and whatever yeah they're still judging him because he covered up all the cyber <laughs> exactly yeah why would you cover like, up nah, such beautiful machinery show it off. that's why yeah. he has why it off ashamed? like on octo he's like no man this is me yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mod Ray. You just don't get me. Right. You just don't get me. <laughs> That's why I came to Octo, just to like be sad or whatever. Right. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh he he heals Finnick and uh he requests her help in getting the slave one. But it all of the they have like three fireside chats uh throughout the episode and i think those were my actual favorite parts of the episode but that's just not very fun to draw uh were, were all those talks and kind of boba fett revealing who he is finnick being a little confused a little afraid but like who is this isn't boba fett is it like i kind of felt like she was a bit of a an analog for some fans who were like it's not yeah. my Boba Fett. This isn't how Boba Fett acts. And like being confused at this change he's gone through over the past however many years. Mm -hmm. I also really, uh, you know, one of the things that some of the people that are, you know, quote, shipping Boba and Fennec have been answering is there's a relationship, a power dynamic that people assume with a life debt and people were a little uncomfortable with that. But it's clear that the life debt's been paid and she's she wants to be there, which I think, you know, whether it's there is a romantic relationship or not, it's not that's not my concern uh, or that's not something I care about so much. But um, at the very least, she's there because she wants to be there, which I think actually, you know, it's I think freedom of choice in those kinds of endeavors is is uh, something that we don't sometimes see in, in Star Wars, or at least that's the that's the the desire is to, is to get loose of these. Uh, of these chains that are on you, you know, to, to, to kind of free yourself from your destiny or find your own choice. So uh, that was, that was good. I, I, I wasn't expecting to see that, but it was, it was pleasant. It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I, I think that she was just kind of behaving the way she thought she should, <laughs> where she's like, all right, well, I'll do this for you. And then like, we're good. We're even. Right. And he was like, I'm not even yeah caring about that. And yeah, you can leave if you want to afterwards. And then she just kept sticking around because he was not treating her the way most employers do. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, I can offer you something that you've probably never been offered before. And that's loyalty. And I mm -hmm. like her kind of, she has kind of a shift in that moment where she's like, Oh, maybe you're onto something. Yeah. Maybe you're not so soft after all, or maybe you're soft in all the right places. <laughs> Oh, it's, well, that's the line that like causes her to say the like you've gone soft, but she does say it in kind of like a joking way. Mm -hmm. And that I mean, that was my favorite line of the scene is like, no, the Tuscan Tuscans made me strong. And it's such a George Lucas idea of the guy that used to be a loner all out for himself, killing for money, learning to become part of a community instead and how that makes him stronger than he was before. Like, yes. I'm, I'm so glad that they just came out and said it. <laughs> yeah. And he, he says like, you can't get very far without finding your tribe or something mm -hmm. like that. So it's yes. like, he's, he's like building his own tribe and he's like, come be in my yeah. tribe. We're cool. We have pets. <laughs> <laughs> we allow pets. <laughs> yeah. right. Pet friendly. <laughs> yeah. I guess like if he is going to be the chief, Finnick is, 
kind of like the warrior. The warrior. And the, the mods are like the the child, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the little youngsters that he keeps around. The yeah. next generation, I guess. Yes. The rainbow kids. <laughs> yeah. I love Boba's rainbow stepkids. I hope we get more of them in the next episode. I know. I thought it was strange we didn't see them. Like, I, they had, like, one line that said, like, oh, yeah, they're going to, like, check out the streets of Tatooine. But we didn't really see them in this episode. Not so I'm much. sure we'll see plenty oh, yeah. of them to come. Well, uh, sure how do we feel about planning about that again, too? So, you know, eh, they'll yeah, get over it. Sure. <laughs> That's I hope the they cycle come. Of Star Wars. I hope even more come with more colors. Yes. Bring <laughs> yes. An army of them. Full on Roy G. Biv, more baby. We need more magenta. More magenta. Sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, what did everyone feel about the uh, assault on Jabba's palace? Uh, the the chef droid, the run through the kitchen, and, and then finally uh, retaking the slave one. And I saw someone asking about the ship as well. We'll we'll talk about the ship name. In we'll a second. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was, it was, uh, I felt it was as long as it needed to be. Um, I don't think it was ex excessively, you know, an excessively long scene or a long sequence. Um, I thought that the, uh, the way that, uh, you know, Fennec mapped out the, the palace was, uh, was kind of cool. Um, and there may have been, uh, you know, cross-section books and, and Alex and Molly probably both are aware of those. <laughs> I looked at um, it today. <laughs> yeah. But this is the first time that you've actually, I think live action been able to kind of go in and delve into some of the other nooks and crannies. You usually just get into the, you know, to the main uh, entrance and then right into the, into the, you know, the, uh, the chamber. So um, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, I, I felt uh, there was a, it felt like a callback to, um, uh, to other, you know, sci-fi shows where you have the, the ship stuck in mooring and you're basically banging into everything, uh, trying to get out. Um, but it was, uh, it's good. And I'm, I'm all hundred percent fire spray, uh, on, uh, you know, it's a sexy name. So let's go team. Fire spray. <laughs> Since you yeah. bring it up, uh, the cross section yeah. book, uh, the, the kitchen is a completely new layout. So this oh, episode really? okay. is, it's been ruined for me <laughs> they, they redid the kitchen in java's palace so oh boy throw it all away god you said this was star wars ruins everything man. you said they this... don't care about the lore that's gonna there be the takeaway like... quote alex star wars ruined the kitchen <laughs> you said there was like a battlefront map in this part right was that just the hangar or is that like yeah so Where the outside and the interior of the hangar are basically all from the cross sections book and from Battlefront, oh, so wow. that that's all consistent. So that's super yeah. cool. I like. I don't that think we have the kitchen a, is in Battlefront, so it's all right. <laughs> oh well, not yet. It's not too bad. <laughs> Will be. I like that we have a Star Wars Golden Snitch droid now. Yes, yes that's the immediately Snitch. the Crimson <laughs> Snitch droid. Yep. That's what I thought of when I saw it. But yeah, like. It didn't really show us anything surprising when it was like going through all the different little hallways and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, OK. Mm -hmm. But it was just getting schematics, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, By the well, way, if you I... want to sneak something into the building, get a small uh, tennis ball sized droid with three really, really bright red lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody no one noticed it. that flying around. <laughs> 
since we're at that part of the episode, I'll, I'll bring in the super chat. Daniels Latkin, thank you so much. How do you feel about Fire Spray <laughs> over Slave One? Didn't bug me at all. Nah, I I think Fire Spray <laughs> is a cooler name, and I don't understand the the reason to argue for the Slave One as a name. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, I, I actually checked my childhood photos uh, earlier today. Uh, they were still intact. My childhood is, has not been ruined. <laughs> it's back to the yeah. futuring. Like exactly. Fading no, no away. Back to the future effect. So I feel pretty happy about that. My toys are gone. They just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Star Wars kitchen. And they, they did it in exactly the way that I thought that they would, where it was like he just called it. It's my fire spray gunship. Yeah, uh, which is just how you would do it. Like if right. you had named your car, you wouldn't say like, "We gotta go get my car, Francis." Someone would be like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> it's like, "No, our, we just gotta go get my Hyundai." Um, our car's name is Carlo Ren, Alex. That's yeah, but I wouldn't say that to anyone like out of the blue because they would be so confused. <laughs> Quick, get in Carlo Ren. <laughs> like get in who now? <laughs> what are we doing? Carlo Ren got booted. Can you drive me to go pick it up? What? <laughs> like that that's how they played it and that's how it worked. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it that was fine. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh let's see. After getting slave one, uh <laughs> we had that quick little montage of them blowing away the the swoop gang, which was so oh, much yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. That happened real quick and real swiftly. Just like, yep, I'm going to do this now. Like seeing the fire spray come in in the background, you're like, yeah. oh, oh, they're, it's all, they're all gone. Yeah. It was so quick, so efficient, and so just very much like straight face, like done, business, yeah. over. Uh-huh. Right. Got rid of that thing I had to do. Check it off. Milk, eggs, kill the swoop rider gang. Like, <laughs> good. It was so much I'm like, all right, great, cool. And Fennec is just happy to be along for the ride. Yeah. And I feel like, um, you know, we've seen Boba Fett uh, without his mask on in action, both in the Mandalorian and uh, in the book of Boba Fett. And I feel like in, in the times that he's killed people like stormtroopers, he's had that rage face, but he hasn't had that. I'm enjoying this face like he did when he <laughs> was like he had like a, <laughs> you know, like there was there was. There was some comeuppance there, you know. There was there was a little desire for vengeance. Not like these were not anonymous targets and 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 you know white helmets. He really wanted the, he really <laughs> wanted payback, you know. Well, that's what's interesting. Like there is still that darkness within yeah. Fett, oh, yeah. where I'm like, I mean, I had a blast watching that, but I was also like, okay, that's revenge. That's not the Jedi way. Not that he's a Jedi, but like, <laughs> like morality in Star Wars, right. that's wrong. But it was super fun to watch. And I noticed that it happened again later in the episode because, Jackson, you're drawing. Like, when Kersantan had that Trandoshan held up, and I'm like, yeah, those guys probably hunt Wookiees. So I understand your anger, buddy. And then uh, Garza tries to talk him down. I was like, nah, man, rip the arm off. <laughs> and and <laughs> I did. I was like, good. Good Can for you. Can you see Garza It's going to grow back head. anyway. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just, oh, she's, she's so disappointed. Santo. Santo. How cute is it that she calls him Santo? Oh, yes. 
And I love that we can all call him that now and not stumble yeah. over trying to say Chrysanthemum. <laughs> yeah, they were throwing the fans a bone. They're like, here, call mm -hmm. him Santo. That's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've heard your podcast it. and all of you pronouncing it different ways. Just call him Santo. <laughs> Santo. <laughs> Santo. I need to find, I, I swear I've seen an interview with Kieran Gillen who created the character and someone asked him how to pronounce it. And he's like, I don't know. I just had to write it. Uh, I, 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 I feel like I read that somewhere, but that was years ago. But yeah. he did recently tweet about how when he was creating the character, he called him Nubaka for a while. Yes. And that's yeah. fun. <laughs> Nubaka. Amazing. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about Claire's uh, drawing, the Sarlacc pit. That was, yes. I was so happy with that scene. Mm -hmm. Like I was laughing hysterically because, <laughs> and this is another thing where like for the life of me, I can't remember where we were talking about this. It was either one of our previous live streams or on the Mando fan show with resistance broadcast, or maybe it was just with friends. It's like, we talk about the show so much. I can't keep it straight, but we were joking <laughs> about like, yeah, what if Boba Fett just flies over the Sarlacc drops a seismic charge in and leaves like just to get a little revenge. <laughs> and like, when it started happening, I was like, no, 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 I can't believe it. Someone actually <laughs> predicted this. <laughs> Amazing. Don't touch I loved my it. Buttons. Don't touch my <laughs> buttons. Yeah. Right. Hilarious. Yeah, that's me to my uh, my 16-year-old every time. We drive <laughs> How often there. does she shoot bombs out the back of the car? <laughs> <laughs> Too often. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, are they really? going to get sucked into the Sarlacc again. We almost had a Boba Fett Legends moment where he goes back into the Sarlacc pit, which I guess he did kind of go in there after they killed it. And he still, he still went in and like rummaged around looking for his armor. But yeah, that thing almost took out his ship. I was like, get out of there, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And kept charring his... When your skin starts burning, isn't that the point where we say, mm, maybe it's enough for one day? Oh, no, Claire, apparently Claire, not. Don't worry. Just pour a little water on it. Just a little water. Oh, yeah, because that's what rinse. works. When you have a yeah. chemical burn, just yeah. pour water on it. Okay, I'll remember you know that for next Why time. Why don't you have a little drink of that water, too? But then pour some more on your head. Yeah, yeah. make sure you don't get any of the acid in your mouth while you're pouring, while you're drinking the water. It's okay. I don't know. Okay. Uh, who, am I? who am I to judge, I guess? I mean, those are the kind of things where, like, they're they're perfect Star Wars because they're they're kind of silly, you know, there's, yeah. there's a humor to that, you know, um, it's so and, goofy. And if people, yeah. If people take it too seriously, then I don't know. It, it's, it's too bad for them. Actually, they're not able to enjoy it. Uh, but that was that, that, that actually was the, my favorite part of the, uh, the Sarlacc bit was him climbing out of it. Get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> I'm going back Finnick, in. Finnick is like, what are we doing here? Oh. Oh, Fennec, I left my keys in there. I got to go back. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no way. We're hot wiring this thing. <laughs> God. Uh, so that, that pretty much takes us to the end of the flashbacks for this episode. Do you think we are done with flashbacks or will they continue next week? Because he is now, quote, fully well, healed. Yeah, they, they like straight up are like, okay, you're healed. So... I don't know, like if he doesn't go back into the tank, are we still going to get that flashback type montage? I don't know. So the only thing that, that I'm thinking, I don't know, I feel like the, there's still unresolved issues with the Tuscans. 
Um, and I don't know if that, that happens in the present, you know, present time or in flashbacks. Obviously, the Pikes are, you know, they're the, the issue that they're having with the Pikes is now in the present time. So we don't have to go back to that. But, uh, you know, we still haven't seen the, you know, the warrior queen. Um, I think the body of, of that that fighter, we haven't seen the body of the the, the, the child, the Tuscan child. Um, I don't know. I think that's the only reason why we would actually need to go back. But like you said, it, it, he, he made a point of saying that he's, or, you know, the, they made the point to say that it was fully healed. So there really isn't any need to go back. I think and, and narratively, I don't think you have to, except for those, mm -mm. those loose ends with the, the Tuscans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we're pretty well caught up in the past yeah. to what we've seen in Mando too. Right. And it's yeah. gaps are pretty much. So I don't know. Although it would probably, you know, there's a war coming on. He might have to go back in the back to tank. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll find a True. way. Because darn, it's it's gonna be a shame that we don't have like we don't have like underwear underwater Tam anymore. Because you, you <laughs> gotta stub go his on toe there, or something. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I gotta get back <laughs> in. Be in the like, back to pod. The most We're, minor injury, like right, ninety-nine point eight percent healed. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna end up seeing like the 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 sweaty anakin dreaming sequence he's just gonna be in a giant bed with no shirt sweating having the same flashback dreams he's in a water bed yeah. it makes sense a water bed <laughs> yes. oh of course because yeah. growing up on camino everything's right. doing this uh -huh. he's yeah. got to sleep on water <laughs> that is something like i I'm kind of glad that the show's caught up to present day, yeah. but I'm also like, mm, I still want to see, or I'm thinking that they're going to expand on some of those Camino flashbacks that they've shown. I still would like to see how he found out where his armor was so he could begin tracking it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we might get a Cobb Vanth flashback somehow. There are still some things I think I would like to see in mm. the past. Uh, and Jackson, I also agree that the Tuscan stuff is not done because when Finnick said something like a gang of speeder bikes right. took out Tuscans, that seems unlikely. Like there's still something else going on there. I would assume mm -hmm. it's just the Pikes. The Pikes did it and framed the the swoop gang. That would make the whole war with the Pikes even more personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, While we're yeah, talking yeah. about the uh, flashbacks, I want to bring up some super chats. This one's from Chase. Um, I think we get one more flashback. It could be a Camino flashback and deal with his internal scars. Finnick mentioned maybe some Django moments. Yeah. I, I love that she brought up his internal scars. Cause I, I talked about that a couple episodes ago and I was like, he's got some inside healing to do. <laughs> and Finnick knows that. <laughs> we got I, yeah, I really here. liked that straight up announcement that like, Haha, you're still messed up on the inside yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Oh, that's going to take a lot longer. Huh? Right. <laughs> I'm broken. Right. <laughs> Depression. I'm dead inside. Back to not therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David says, I do think we'll have one more flashback of little Boba and Camino with Django just to wrap up that little piece of memory. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think that... Uh, add to all the kids on Camino now. He clearly wants to fill that paternal role he didn't have with Django once he got his whole uh, head chopped off and all that and all that jazz, you know? Now he's stepkid to Tatooine, or stepdad to Tatooine. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And there's got to be a purpose to the, the scenes that we've already, you know, caught from Camino. I mean, it, 
it was great to see, but it has to be leading to something, even if it's another scene where it's a little bit longer and maybe there's actually an interaction between him and, and Django, which would be fantastic. And, you know, once again, the prequel prequel fans are getting fed. Thank you. Yum, yeah. Yum, yum, yeah. Yum. Uh, that's I one of my favorite things about this show is yeah. that they aren't sweeping the prequels under the rug and that it's like, no, this is a full exploration of Boba Fett, the character from his first appearance in yeah. Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars. They haven't really referenced that yet. Cad Bane, fingers crossed, but no. they're they're really exploring everything about him instead of just like, uh, you remember him from Empire. Like, that's all you need to know. Right. I, I love that they're pulling everything in. Yeah. I, I also hope that we see more from the Camino stuff, but if we don't, I think it's already thematically done some stuff just to show how lonely Boba was mm. like growing up, his father leaving to go on jobs, his father dying, leaving him alone. And now like him transitioning into being part of a tribe and starting mm -hmm, his yeah. own. And I think there's a reason they keep calling it specifically like I'm starting a crime family. <laughs> right. We, we've also come full circle from the flashbacks that we've seen. So like, okay, We've seen the armor on Django. Now he has the armor again. We've seen the ship in the flashbacks. Now he has the mm -hmm. ship again. So the, those flashbacks have kind of served their purpose. Um, but it would be cool to see a Django Fett scene. I just love the idea of this comment. The, the Gamorrean that got put into the back to tank. What do you think he flashback about? <laughs> 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 He he probably had a flashback of the chef droid and how all of the meals were so hot and fresh. Yeah. Is that yeah, is that a side effect of Bacta? Like you have to address some some trauma from your past while you're in there. <laughs> That's a good one for uh the story group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder what Luke dreamed of when he was yeah. uh, stuck. It's, it's like from a, a certain point of view, the Bacta tank edition. Mm. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what do they call it? A sensory deprivation tank? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's meant to like make you think about life. <laughs> I just I had know. a really bad idea for a, a blue uh, bantha milk show. It's the uh, uh, back to time machine, back to tank time machine, back to the future, back to time, back, back to tub, back time to the future, back to tub time machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patent pending. Oh, Don't steal that one, guys. I'll give it to you. Uh, I think the last scene that we haven't covered is, uh, well, I guess there's two, but one would be the little crime family meeting over dinner uh, where Boba basically just asks them all to be cool. Like, don't don't kill me in the next couple weeks. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but what, what do you think? That That seemed like a small ask. It was, he didn't even, that, that's the one thing is I'm like, you are, you have definitely turned into a little soft boy because <laughs> the conversation was, and, and I'm not mad about it. I love that he's, that he's a sensitive, sweet, non, -per, not non pushy gentleman. That's, that's a very attractive quality. However, when you're about to have war waged on you and you kind of need an army, um, I think the best way to recruit an army that has absolutely no loyalty to you as of yet is is not to be like, hey, if you guys think it would be cool, maybe <laughs> do you want to come be my friend? And then like 
it could be good for you too because then we could all be friends together and then they wouldn't <laughs> bug us <laughs> like no i mean okay well then maybe just don't be friends with the other guys like it was yeah. so laid back he's just like not bothered I'm like i'm sorry boba we need to worry a little bit i'm worried for you okay mm-hmm. war is coming we need to push a little bit fennec is probably back there like seething i can feel mm-hmm. her seething from here i'm like Ugh. So. Finnick has been kind of backseat driving him this whole time. So I loved that she, yeah, at the end was like, how much money do you have? Because you know what gets you muscle? Money. Right. She's like, you're not solving this problem. I'm going to take your money and I'm going to solve this problem. Yeah. Exactly. Like we could have done this of... the cheap way, but we're not now. Yeah. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of, yeah, that mm-hmm. last little musical cue. That probably hints towards a uh, not a cameo next week, but uh, an exciting appearance. <laughs> so do you I think got he's show up when it happened. next week, or it's going to take him an episode or two? Because we're coming up to what uh, we passed the halfway five point. Five right of now. seven. Next week's five. Yeah, mm. we're past the halfway point. I think he'll be in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I think he's ready. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Th- I think we need friends. We need friends. Din's a yeah. friend. He's a he's a friend with Beskar armor. They have some other friends who also own some armor. Why don't we all just like show up and hang out together and and, and fight some pikes? It, it also fun. makes sense that if we're going to get flashbacks, that we could do like a lot of the present day stories have had to do with the flashbacks. So while he's going to meet up with Den in the present day, it can show him catching up to Den in the past. And if that happens, maybe he'll also see Cobb Vanth in the past and also hire, hire Cobb Vanth in the present because I would love to see Cobb Vanth again. <laughs> same, Claire. Same. He, I just, he's so dreamy. Let, him, Claire, let you, him fight the war with you. Do you need a moment, Claire? I might. I might. I'm just going to hide back here. <laughs> I, I want like all the cameos in this in the last episode and yeah, yeah, I think they should bring Cobb Vanth back. Just throw him in to the fight, give him a couple of glamour shots and... <laughs> That's all we need. Any shot of that man is a glamour shot. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. He shows up to the battlefield and they're like, the we surrender. We're not going to shoot that guy. We can't shoot that man. He's too beautiful. We <laughs> lay down our arms. <laughs> World Those peace. Poor oh. Nobody ever says that about them. I what do. If, what if he showed up? Pod. And what if he showed up and people were like, oh, that's Boba Fett? Like, <laughs> and Boba Fett's like, hello. Man, right, I'm right. telling everybody who I am. I'm asking everybody if they know who I am. And he gets all the all the recognition. I'm trying to rule through if respect. Only I had he shows hair. up with his hair. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually have a question. Um, at this point, uh, all right. So we're after after the dinner. Now, that is how. What do you anticipate the time elapsed from? You know the the deck of. Uh, of uh moff gideon's uh light cruiser from then to now now being the dinner because mm. din might be indisposed with a, another situation at that point right yeah, yeah. i don't know how I mean, the timeline here not, yeah. is gonna work what's that i, I don't know how the timeline here is gonna work yeah. alex you probably would know better than that because my first thought was like oh my god we're gonna see grogu and alex was like He's gone, and I cried a little, and I was like, "Stop!" He's gone. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want you to down gently. Come on, no one's ever really gone. Yeah, 
he'll be back, but I'm just I'm trying to. <laughs> well, you were let you, you down were like, I need you to remember that he's, you know, he's with Luke now. Uh huh. <laughs> it was doing like his own no. thing. Din's probably doing his own thing. Right. So just <laughs> if he's not in the next episode, we riot um, right with the force now. Luke's <laughs> oh, God. Someone Photoshop him in the next episode for me, please. <laughs> yes. Oh, that can be your sketch. Yeah, yes. oh, yes. it's just, just it, like Din with nothing in his arms. It's like, and here's where Grogu would go. Yeah, here's the the super secret deleted scene that I know about and none of you guys know about. It was Grogu. <laughs> he showed up with his little lightsaber. He was like, I'm here. I think I would guess that like maybe a month has passed. Some, something like that. Oh, wow. okay. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like a lot of time. Yeah. I have no idea, but it also doesn't seem like five years have passed in right. the flashbacks. I'm I am glad that when they were doing the Sarlacc thing, he was like, "That's where I got trapped so many years ago," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's been years because it feels like a couple weeks." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that they explicitly stated that so people would not have those questions because I I was a little confused myself, honestly, when they yeah when they before they said that. I was starting to be like, I was trying to figure it out based on like his outfit and how right. he wore that white gray jumpsuit for a couple episodes. And I was like, well, he, that couldn't have been that long. And then I was like, but this is star Wars and yeah. Finnick Shand has worn the same outfit for 40 years. So it, it really doesn't matter. And she looks great. Yeah. She looks fantastic. When you have a good look, don't change yeah. it. That's right. Well, you know, you could, you could, before you could tell by uh, Boba Fett's acid burns, it was like tree rings, you know. You could kind of <laughs> tree rings. <laughs> well, is there uh, anything anyone wants to bring up from the episode before we dive dive into chat questions? Hmm. I liked that uh, when Garcif Whip is talking talking Black Crescentan down from killing that Trandoshan. Basically, everything she says is kind of like the story of Boba Fett so far, the story of the mm -hmm. show. She's like, it's not all about, you know, bloodlust and killing. You know, that stuff's not cool anymore. You just got to tone it down, like be the better man. And I was like, oh, man, she's talking about Boba Fett, too. Synergy. I love it. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> trust her. No, no. But yeah, it was just kind of. There was just like a lot of connections with what yeah, she uh -huh. said and just like the whole story that I appreciated. And then he ripped her on his arm. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, okay, maybe just one arm though. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's what Molly said. I'll meet you in the middle. Just right, one arm. Right. But that's that's yeah. classy though that he paid his tab though. You know, I respect yeah. that. <laughs> He's a Trandoshan. Yeah. It's gonna grow back. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm sure it hurt quite a bit, but <laughs> That, that is fine. celebration goals, by the way. Celebration 2022 goals. Tear somebody's arm off, but leave a bag of coins on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baller um, move, Jackson. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll do my best. <laughs> Stick with me, guys. I also have to give a little special shout out to the moment during the dinner scene. This is kind of tangent, but the moment during the dinner scene where they were being kind of mean to Daddy Fett. And the Rancor got angry because they were not being nice to his poppy. And, 
and he flashed out. I loved that. He was like, oh, he senses that dad is stressed. I love it. Protect your dad, you lovely rancor. You fight with your heart. And then he <laughs> fed him like a lamb shank through the, the cracks in the floor. Like, this is this is good. This is this is good. Good dog. And then everybody sat down as if there sat wasn't on top a of giant the animal. I know. Yeah. I was I was thinking like as soon as that happened that they were going to be like no way I didn't realize I was sitting right on top of a rancor pit but they kind of all just like still sat down yeah. so they're yeah. like okay it'll be cool see what he has to say I guess yeah I, I can't. guess like, I'll put myself over this trap door <laughs> yeah like if I see a yellow jacket at a picnic I'm picking up my meal and I'm going like, twenty yards away I'm not going <laughs> yeah, going this way yeah. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. they're very trusting. Mm -hmm. well uh, let's jump into some chat questions first up we got mac mcdonald thank you for the super chat uh hello really enjoyed the way the past and present link today reminded me of aaron sorkin's the newsroom hoping for a Cobb flashback next week aren't we all Cobb flashback and present day shots (laughs) yes i've never seen the newsroom though so i don't (laughs) know how to comment on that yeah. I have. I'm trying to. I'm trying to draw the the connections, but I'm like, I don't. Uh, I don't watch these adult shows. I watch <laughs> Star Wars. Was the newsroom based in space? Yeah. <laughs> Come back to me then. Never mind. Zero out of five stars. Not enough rancors. <laughs> yep. Need more giant beasts. I have so many adult shows like on my to watch list. I bet I would love Succession. Oh, but. we've been we've been meaning to watch Law and Order for like such a long time. <laughs> Law and Order is that yeah, not that's on the your list? They keep making more. Wait, is Law it Law and Order? Order or West Wing? The West oh, Wing. Oh, oh, West Wing. Oh. Well, there's too much Law and Order. There's too not much Law and Order. Never I can't get into that. West I'll Wings. save you the time. Instead of watching uh, Law and Order, or no, I'm sorry, the West Wing. Just watch the the scenes from the Galactic Senate, uh, just on repeat for about great. You know, yeah, twelve hours. <laughs> Be fine. Does Martin Sheen electrocute anybody in the West? <laughs> then I'm not interested. Season five, but it's on. He's on the way out of office at that point. So. <laughs> oh man, uh, Nerdy Seb, thanks so much for the super chat. Great episode prediction. Moss Pelgo gets attacked by the Pikes, and Boba Fett and Finnick will save the town. LOL. Uh, I keep saying it, but bring us Cobb. Yes. I'm glad it would we're be all in agreement. Yeah, like, if all of these questions are just just trying to find ways to bring Cobb Vance into the show, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting to see Ma, uh, Moss Pelgo again, mm-hmm. just to see what they're up to. How are they doing yeah. with Cobb not having the armor? That is true. I want like I hope they didn't fall on hard times the second he lost it. Mm-hmm. And I think like Molly has had the theory that whether this is a one season show, multi seasons that it might end with Boba Fett passing the armor on and being like, I don't need this anymore. And I think Finnick even uh, said something to that effect where she's like, your armor did its job. You don't need it anymore. Yeah. So that if he were to one day pass it on, I'm like, yeah, give it to Cobb Vanth, give it back to him. Like I'm, I'm all for that. If they decide one day to, say goodbye to the Boba Fett character. But I think that's a long ways down the line. Yeah. I'd put money on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we want that cop sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, David, oh, thank you for your super chat. Uh, just came to say, loving the show. Love that it's Dune, Lawrence of Arabia, and Godfather 2, all in a Star Wars bow. Plus loving Boba and Omega, both becoming Rancor whispers. Also Chef Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I do... Now that, like, whenever Boba Fett rides the Rancor, which I'm sure he will, I really do want him to meet adult Omega just so she can be like, oh, yeah, I did that 30 years ago. I yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah. No big deal. Oh, you have a Moochie, too? <laughs> <laughs> I That's the thing that I, I really do want out of this show. Um, it would get me singing like a Yazm would be. Um, <laughs> that if, was such a good nice reference. <laughs> such a good line. Um, <laughs> which I instantly heard him singing in the yeah. back of my head when, when that line was, was said, but um, I would really, really, I like if Omega shows up in this, the amount of tears and like phlegm that would come out of my face from intense, ugly crying of joy would be too much, too much for the internet to bear. So that, that reaction might not go up. <laughs> <laughs> oh i want it so bad i hope she's okay i love yeah. her i miss her i hope she's well family yeah, I, she's I a part like of the tribe i would be in the same emotional state as claire if if omega were to to pop up in live action i i have a feeling that it's not gonna happen at least this season if, if they do go multiple seasons we're gonna see more of her in the bad batch obviously season two um and then there's I think there's a possibility, but I, I, I will also feel that emotional wreck if uh, Tem shows up as a clone trooper. I see that at one of the super Same. chats. I was going to say that anyways. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's highly likely for uh, for the Obi Wan series. Um, yeah. We might see it in Ahsoka, but it's it's not in, out of the realm of possibility that there might be a few uh, rogue clone troopers. Uh, uh, floating around, um, you know. I, I think it, it'll happen in Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Imagine how much like internal healing that could allow for if Boba Fett could have like a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with a clone trooper. Just mm -hmm. that would be awesome. I would not be okay, especially after yeah. just getting over testing positive for COVID for 13 days in a row exactly. and uh -huh, and ha being on a Zoom uh, re-watching of the Clone Wars every single night after working from Aww. home and, and, and watching through it again for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Those emotions are raw right now, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't. My clothes. My, my sweet boys need to be protected. The, I need somebody, to get more content with the clothes. Somebody bring up <laughs> Cobb Vanth. Make us all happy again. You need oh. an emotional support rancor or a bantha. Oh. Oh. Yes. Well, mine is uh, right over there. There he is. Aww. 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 He's a little it's it's your look of superiority. <laughs> <laughs> I will see it the second he wakes up. Oh, yeah. There you go. I did. The, all right. There you go, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Did you just have that ready to go? No, but I knew how to get to it quickly on my computer and upload it. <laughs> He is staring into my soul. <laughs> Don't lie. He's your desktop picture. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Alex is just sharing Everyone his be screen calm. right now. Everyone be calm. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, be all right, Claire. I'll be okay. I'm fine. Yeah. Just do a boba. Pour some water in your head. That's good. Yeah. There we go. <laughs>
Uh, Crumb Sonar, thanks for the super chat. I can't stop picturing Boba Fett with a loth cat on his lap in his throne, looking like a straight up Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, bring in the loth cats. Just like I said, more pets. It's going to be Fett's pets petting zoo. Uh, yeah. He's going to hang up the armor at the end and he's going to open a petting zoo. He's going to have a Rancor, a Bantha, a Loth Cat, everything. Boba Fett is, is crazy Loth Cat man confirmed. Oh my gosh. Yes, he's going to live in his palace with his 19 Loth Cats and I want it so bad. I want to hear him do like a a pet dad voice. He he was close <laughs> yeah. in chapter yes. three, but yeah. like I wish that in, in the whole scene with the all of the crime families there if if only he had named the rancor already but if he's like oh does good boy want a treat like as he <laughs> i have been waiting from the second that he said what are we going to name you i'm like what is it what yeah answer yeah. your question i need to know i, I must know. know oh my god oh <laughs> i hope we do get a name please can we get it, it it's it's got to be like the fluffiest name too so yeah. he's like riding it into battle <laughs> But then he calls oh, it something giggles. adorable. <laughs> yes. Forward, Snookums. <laughs> Let's go, Daisy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I need it. Onward uh, to battle, Fluffernutter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hugo Ease, thank you for your question. The only thing that hasn't been explained, how long did you guys think Boba spent inside the Sarlacc before his fiery escape? I think like a couple of days at the most. Maybe like 48 hours. I don't think he was in there for that long. Cuz he was running out of air, right? Yeah, I yeah. I don't Well, I guess Mandalorian helmets have been shown to have some oxygen at least in Star Wars Rebels, but those are Star Wars like Star Wars and oxygen are always just it's here when you need it and it's also not so great mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think he was down there that long but less than 24 hours i think yeah i hope yeah yeah well, yeah I, he was he was it, already getting his robes kind of eaten up by the acid when he was in there for like yeah I don't know, like 10 minutes poking around and so. cobb vanth said that uh his moss pelgo got taken over like in a matter of days or something so mm -hmm. it and then he got the armor so it couldn't have been very long yeah agreed uh mitchell 989 thanks so much for your super chat so what do you think of the chances of us getting an armored war rancor are Ooh. is the rancor gonna get like some armor yeah <laughs> clear <laughs> <laughs> i'm imagining him like you know, when you go to medieval times <laughs> and you see the horses that have the little outfits on and the little, I, I'm sorry, I'm not, a, I'm really not, not good with, with medieval terminology, apparently, but I just want him to have a little tuft on his head, a little <laughs> like Trojan horse warrior kind of thing going on. And, um, wow, that's something I didn't think about, but now I need it. And I will the never buy plume, another yeah. Disney product if I don't get it. And, and that... That should lead to his name. Onward, shiny McWhoopy nose. <laughs> <laughs> Boavet's just going to melt down his Beskar armor and make armor for the Rancor. <laughs> for all of his animals. 
The whole petting zoo is going to have like a tiny little helmet. Old Mando armor. Old Mando helmets. <laughs> but little holes for the ears Aww. of the Tuka cats to stick out. Yes. Oh my goodness. Somebody, somebody who does fan art, get on that, guys. Please. Get on that, please. <laughs> uh, Hugo Ease, thanks for another question. Uh, and does anyone else get the vibe that Boba's interaction with Santo is almost like they never met before, contradicting the comic? Mm, no, I mean. I I think when he first, when they first saw each other, like when the huts were like, well, what about this guy? And Boba Fett kind of like cocks his head and he's like, yeah, okay. I've seen him. I've seen what he can do. You know, no big deal. I I think that they are treating it kind of as if they don't know each other for the sake of people who haven't read the comics, but I'm easily able to, in my own head, be like, Oh, that's just Boba being sarcastic or whatever. Like, it still works for me. Also, they weren't close in the comic, as far as we know. Yeah. And I can imagine going up to Black Kersantan and being like, hey, buddy, chum, pal. I don't imagine that would go over super well with him. He calls him mate. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He's calling him mate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Who knows? I got the sense that they remembered each other, but. What do you, yeah, they, they, like you said, they weren't really close. What are they going to talk about? Like reminisce over old jobs. Yeah. You remember that time yeah. we did that? Like, no, mm-hmm. that's, it's like that, that kid that you were in like high school geometry with for, like two semesters and we had to do group projects and whatever. But if I see you like on the streets of my hometown, I don't want to be like, Hey, Josh, <laughs> you know, it's just, maybe it's like that. I don't know. I think it kind of is. I think, you know, in my head canon, they know each other, they remember each other. But yeah, they're not just being all chummy. Right. That's it. Yep. Uh, James Waterman, thanks so much for the super chat. Love y'all's show, as always. Here's an idea. Maybe Vader going back to Tatooine in the comics inspired folks to mod themselves cyborg style like him. Mos Espa is his hometown after all. Hmm. They were like, "Oh, Vader's kind of cool. He's he's killing it up there in space. Let's let's <laughs> our new <laughs> sound <that>. hero." <laughs> right. I just I don't want a Ben Cooper Halloween costume with his picture on it. I want a robot arm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I saw someone wonder uh, if that was Luke's doing. If people found out Luke, like we were joking that. Uh, Luke was just trying to be one of the cool kids, but maybe the cool kids started to copy Luke, hero of the rebellion Jedi Knight. They were like, oh, let's cut our arms off like him. Maybe. <laughs> his was like a, a necessary thing because he lost his arm. So maybe it's just one of those like, oh, this became an elective uh, thing that people started to be like, oh, we can just do this for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mod me up. Because that guy, if... one of his mods was like, I paid a lot of money for this. I like, he's proud of it. Yeah. And if it, if it keeps the kids off the space spice, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get well, them they... to spend their money on their mods and their right. space Vespas. Maybe they close the neighborhood rec center or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Night Let's basketball op- anymore. Open up that YMCA on and Moss Espa again. <laughs> yes. Keep those kids busy. Uh, Bill Rudd, thank you for the question. Does anyone else think Finnick might not be trustworthy? And Mando, she said she was on her way to a meeting in Mos Espa, 
So who do you think that could have been? Mm. Well, that was so before. That. Yeah, that's true. I had a little bit of a concern about that. I And I still, there is still a little bit of me that doesn't trust her. Um, but it's, it's uh, you know, at this point, it's an awfully long, long game, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there, there is. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, for some reason, I had that thought in my mind today when they were having that that conversation about loyalty. Um, and and while I think you know, like Molly said, it's it it, it made Fennec say, oh, you know, maybe there is something more. But also, it might have, I don't know. Maybe the cynical part of me was like, well, maybe that exposed. Boba's weakness, you know, that, his, that he's looking for, he's looking for somebody to be loyal to so desperately that he might put it with somebody who isn't going to honor it. But, you know, that was like a, that was like one of those flash moments where I, I thought that, I, I don't know, I don't see it. I, I mean, you know, they're not going to make Ming-Na Wen a, a bad guy. She's, she's a Disney princess for Christ's sake. She's awesome. Everybody loves her. <laughs> she's an assassin of the mid rim. Hey, they deserve it. Hey, come on, Alex. They deserve it. I, I think that after this episode, I'm on her side. I trust her. I was a little iffy on uh, chapter three because she was the last person to show up to the Black Chrysanthemum fight. And I was like, what were you doing? What, why, <laughs> why did he get in in the first place? But we know I, what she was doing. Yeah, she was pooping. She Molly said she toilet. was pooping. <laughs> Her outfit uh, is very intricate and it takes a long time to get back on. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm inclined to trust her as of right now. Yeah. I think after this episode that kind of solidified my feeling of her being loyal to him, but I don't know people. I haven't seen the Godfather movies. Don't come for me. Uh, but people have been like, comparing this show kind of to those movies and thinking that, yeah, she was going to take a turn and betray him. But I don't, mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe somewhere like down the line and that would be even more impactful if like season two rolled around and she's still with him and then she betrayed him. But that would just be really sad. Yeah. I, I could know. see like, clearly they have some sort of disagreement, mild disagreement, on how Boba should be ruling things. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's going to come out to anything more than a, hey, you should probably get your act together so we don't all get murdered. I think that that's probably as far as it would extend to. I just don't think, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm team Fennec is, is, a, is a loyal, loyal friendo. I think so. And because uh, Brian Ward has been doing all of our amazing thumbnails for our Book of Boba Fett coverage and... Uh, this image was Brian Ward as well, but <laughs> because Molly mentioned it last week, he made this unprompted, and I mean, it deserves to be seen. <laughs> it's a video I never made, but what could have been? Where was Vic? Well, I mean, that that's the Star Wars explained where the toilet paper went. Look at her. She's got three rolls for crying she's, out loud. Come she's on. She's supporting uh -huh. it. Yeah. You know, not her... The, not in the her pandemic. Like, her, her metal her metal insides she's still working stuff out there you know yeah. like there's a lot going on she was you, we saw her chowing down on the food oh, yeah. and the 
I'm just saying. She goes right through her now. <laughs> no, she has the right most efficient it. digestive system in yeah. the galaxy. <laughs> She's got some antifreeze going in there. I like that. Uh, Devin Bolster, thanks for the super chat. Hey, guys. Finnick was wondering who Boba was when she saw his face, but she has seen clones before. Was that was the fact that Boba was a clone common knowledge? Hmm. hmm. I I think it was common knowledge. You know, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm mm. actually not sure. I still... Was hoping I, I guess that... the Jedi knew because he infiltrated the the clone cadet thing in the Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that the galaxy at large knew. And Finnick hadn't seen a clone in like 30 years. Yeah. As far as, I mean, maybe she had, but the Bad Batch takes place like 30 years before that. So she may have just forgotten. And also, I'm... he's all scarred up. Yeah. I'm still hoping that we get young Boba Fett in season two of the Bad Batch and that maybe not her, him and Finnick would like be besties or whatever. Cause they obviously didn't know each other that well at this point, but that she would know who he was and like what his deal was. I think at this point, I don't want them to have met in the past up until this episode. I, I would have wanted to see it, but now I really like Boba Fett kind of convincing Finnick to join him because he is this complete stranger who she only knows through reputation. And he shows up, heals her. Her first instinct is that like, oh, I must be worth more alive. Like you're taking me in for a bounty instead of like, nope, I just helped you. So I, I like the idea that they're strangers right now, but it wouldn't really ruin anything if they met in the Bad Batch. Yeah. <laughs> uh Blue Bantha Milko, uh thank you so much for the super sticker. Um <laughs> it just says peach super sticker. Oh yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't show up. us the super stickers in um in the StreamYard layout. <laughs> but I'm sure it was adorable. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. And uh Dragonus Prime says, It's your dude. I fully expect the Pikes to be involved with the Tuscans demise. I think we may see one of their masks on a Pike ship. Oh, that's a little more. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, Mm. there's going to be something that will come out at a key moment. Like Boba Fett will almost be beaten, and then the the lead Pike will say something about how they slaughtered all of his Tuscan friends, and then Boba's just going to go ham on him. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a that's a good bet. That's not the Jedi way, but but I'd like to see that. (laughs) I would like to see it. Yeah, that's what that was what I thought would happen that the Pikes would be responsible, not the mm-hmm. when when Fennec did drop that line at their at their campfire chat, that line of like like these bikers killed your Tuscans, not likely. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't think. I think they were just like, nope, not paying money to any sand people. Mm-hmm. Bye. Um, yeah. So Alex, Molly, I know I know Claire laughed at me before when I brought it up on, on bro axioms, shoot the poodoo Sunday nights, nine o'clock PM Eastern standard time. Um, (laughs) But uh, I wanted to ask you about my theory that at the end of the series, whether it's the the first season, probably the second season, um, 
that the end goal is that Boba brings water back to Tatooine. Mm. Oh, Claire, you laughed at that? Because I'm kind of on board with that. Not like, like a it. full on ocean. She but... didn't really laugh that much, but <laughs> I like I'm well, I'm picturing like sand people like changing into sand bikinis and, and like jet skiing on Tatooine. Yes. It's the new destination hotspot for all of yeah. the uh the montage begins know? with uh it's the new Florida. That's the way yeah. it is. and then they're all stripping and they're right. in they're in bikinis and <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, you know, I don't think it would be like your 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 wealthy vacation spot, like your your Canto Bight. I think it would be, I think it'd be your your Florida, or your where is it? What's the what's the what's the cheap beach to go to? Like we're going to the Florabama coast, aka Tybee Island, Dunes no, What's, what's, Tybee what's Island, that South yeah. Carolina? Oh, the Outer Banks. Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a dirty like a beach. beach. That's a dirty <laughs> beach. <laughs> that's a that's a high school senior uh, beach that you go to when you have no money. Oh no. <laughs> so you're saying um, the Tuscans are going to be doing like belly shots and stuff? I think. I mean, I think people might have their their own above ground pools. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. Like I don't know that I don't know that Boba Fett could fix climate change. I would like to think that he could, but <laughs> he's already earlier, working on the socioeconomic inequality on Tatooine. So next that is climate is, change. That is true. Um, earlier we were talking about what's going to happen to Jabba's palace. Mm. Like, is Boba going to keep it? Is he going to give it to the Tuscans? That was Alex's idea. Maybe he turns it into like a water plant. And it produces bunches of water. Maybe it was just, just sitting on a, a water gold mine. Oh. See, I, I kind of think that maybe Garsif Whip is sitting on a water mine of some sort. Mm -hmm. Like a yeah. what is her it when sanctuary, you oil? Her sanctuary but, has plants. So yeah. that's totally yeah. feasible. I'm, it's also possible that it's just a status symbol. Like, I have so much water, I can water my plants. But it'd be interesting if she were on top of a spring or something and she were just hoarding it. Do we know what her bar is called? The sanctuary. The, the sanctuary, sanctuary as far as we know so far, I think. I was thinking like cool thwip. <laughs> cool I'm listen, Claire, I'm a dad, okay? I get to make it. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> oh Good my night, goodness. Everybody. <laughs> Once Bob is in charge of the town, you know he's calling it that. Uh -huh. He's like <laughs> That's right. hilarious. I'm heading over to Cool Thwip. <laughs> Ice cream. Casey, uh -huh. um, thanks so much for the super chat. Should there be an image or CGI cameo of Jeremy Bullock to honor the late actor? I mean, Not it a would CGI be... cameo. Yeah, it would uh... be cool if he were like a little Easter egg in the background somewhere or, or like his name was written in Arbesh somewhere. Or like a portrait, yeah. a star Wars portrait of him hanging up in sanctuary or in Jabba's palace or something like that. I don't, I don't want to get into the habit of like CGI actoring everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could, if they wanted to do that, they could have done it with uh, one of the flashback scenes. They could have added him just, you know, in the galaxy somewhere. But yeah, I, I, it's 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 tough. Um, it's tough to comprehend how that would fit. 
you know? That's, yeah. I, yeah, just like a little background Easter egg thing, I think yeah. would be cool. Uh, Jane Dalton, thank you for the super chat. What was with Boba saying, sometimes it's a good thing if people think I'm dead five minutes after yelling at a random droid, I am Boba Fett. That droid is going to have a recording of that. <laughs> I actually, so I did think about this line and it was right after Finnick mentioned there being good um, mechanics in Moss Eisley or, or somewhere. And I was like, oh, maybe he knows that Pelly has a loud mouth and likes to talk <laughs> about yeah likes to talk about who she heard say something about Mandalorian armor. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Maybe he's trying to keep Pelly out of this. That is true. That's a good point. Everybody <laughs> knows how big of a mouth she has. Yeah. So <laughs> all, you know, all actually... the all the mechanics like to talk to each other <laughs> and that right. no secret is safe. That brings up a question that I have that I haven't seen anyone talk about or answer. Uh, he talks about how he wants to get vengeance on the bloated so-and-so who betrayed me, Bib Fortuna. How did Bib Fortuna betray him? I'm like, why do you need vengeance on him? Yeah. I'm a little confused by that line. Does anyone I'm, have yeah. any insight? <laughs> Maybe just but the fact that he was weak-minded enough to let Luke into the to Jabba's place. I don't know. He betrayed that's, that's him with really his stupidity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Mm -mm. Or maybe he was, maybe Bib was just like dirtying his name while he was in charge. He was like, oh no, that Boba Fett is lame. Maybe. It just, <laughs> it seemed like something that we should know about, but I don't. Like, how did he betray you? Maybe that's kind of uh, them backtracking to be like, oh, well, there's a good <laughs> reason why. messed up his jetpack. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hence the no pushing buttons policy. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah I love it. It's, it's poetry. I love it. That was a great. <laughs> All right. That's like, now. <laughs> borrowing the backpack. And he's like, come on, Boba. Just let me musical. try it on. <laughs> Uh, Bakey, thanks so much for the super chat. So were the Pikes directly involved in killing the Tuscans? Tangen... Oh god, I can't say that word. Tangentially? Tangentially. Tan yeah, tangentially. <laughs> involved or not involved at all? I think definitely involved. I'll say 90%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. those pikes are are shifty. The way mm -hmm. that they were like, what does spice even look like? <laughs> right. Yeah, Never I think that they spice before. <laughs> What's my a pike? Tangentially. What's a pike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my guess is they hired the since they're already paying dues to the the. Uh, I can't remember the name of the game, the gang specifically, but the Nikto Sand Riders. Um, since they're already paying paying uh, the tolls to them, they're like, "Hey, we go take care of this problem." They say that uh, we got to pay them, not you. you should go mm -hmm. fix that. Yeah, that's my guess. The Tuscans were probably more expensive. Yeah, and they're probably like I don't often imagine the Pikes as people who would like to 
do too much of the dirty work themselves. I can mm. imagine that they would rather pawn it off on other people and sit with their little blue embroidered robes and chill out in their mm. in their little spice dens. I think they definitely have members of the Pike Syndicate that are made for doing the dirty work. Oh yeah. Like some of the ones that we saw kind of coming off that ship, they're they were dressed more for the dirty work type stuff. But yeah. Here's a thought. What if the Pikes hired someone else to kill the Tuscans, frame the Nikto gang, so then the Tuscans or Boba Fett, like basically they just fight each other. They kill each other. Now the Pikes aren't paying any protection. What if they hired like Cad Bane or someone to go take care of the Tuscans? Now we're finding a way to pull Cad Bane into this, keep it real personal between Boba Fett and Cad Bane, which they've always had this rivalry, this heated thing. That's really going to give <laughs> Boba Fett a reason to want to kill Cad Bane. Uh-huh. Hmm. I like and that. Throw that out there. And there's a there's the added uh, benefit of uh, of another round between Fennec and Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cad Bane has history with both of them. Oh, yes. He, he's going to be like, you're wearing the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, you are too. <laughs> I got a new hat. <laughs> it's the same one, though. Oh goodness! Uh, Eric Sutman, thanks for the question. Any chance we'll get to see uh, Tim Tamira Morrison playing an aging rogue clone trooper, a rogue mm. clone trooper? Um, I always thought we might see one just like running, running a mom and pop shop in one of these. Tatooine towns or like somewhere along the line we would just find one that kind of settled down somewhere that'd be nice (laughs) it would be nice I want clones to have a happy ending that doesn't often happen they really just please they they have Tem Tem is back in in Star Wars and you have so you you have such a, a rich added history with the Clone Wars animated series that you can build on so many fans, so many young younger fans, or younger than me at least, that that I know. I I mean, Clone Wars is their Star Wars, you know. So why wouldn't you utilize that at least a little bit, you know? And, and like like Claire said, or, or Molly, ha- have him have him in a, in a in a situation where he can interact with maybe some of the main characters. But they've got to do that. They've got to. They have to do that. They have to. <laughs> have to. He's right. There. He's right there. He's right there. He's he waiting. said he would do it. There was some article. Somebody asked him if he would do it, and he's like, "Yeah." Just, I mean, that's a very like, on him. You and McGregor being like, "I'm just waiting on the call." Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. One day, right? As I'm signing my NDA. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah show us, show us live action cut and his family oh. just living their best lives. Oh yes, yeah. that'd be so cool. Mm. Gotta hear that French accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man guy, thanks for the super chat. Imagine if Cal Kestis makes an appearance and he has a scene where he touches Boba's armor and learns how his father died and then has a heart to heart with Boba. Why would Cal Kestis be on Tatooine? <laughs> I, I love I love Fallen Order. Love it to death. <laughs> yeah. Love Cal. He's great. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be in this. No, he <laughs> doesn't. He, he won't be. <laughs> oh, 
Although I would cool. really love, I'd love a mini series of Cal goes and touches stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. like the Star Wars storytelling fun times featuring Cal touching things. <laughs> it would That'd be, be a good great. comic, I think. Yeah, it would be really fun. Every that would issue definitely he goes get and touches greenlit. something else. Yeah, that would definitely <laughs> get greenlit. What would be instantly canceled would be Jackson starts touching things. <laughs> get out of here, Jackson. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> what do you mean? I told you not to touch my buttons. Right, Don't right. touch my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so shiny. <laughs> I don't, does he do this every, after everything every he time, says? Every time he gets caught. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, Cassia Pidgeop, I'm sorry if I just butchered your name. Uh, thanks for the super chat. Really loving the zoo of Boba's pets so far. I love that Boba going back into the Sarlacc explains why he looks worse in Mando season two than in the flashbacks. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, maybe that's why they did it, where it's like, okay, we're not going to really overdo it with the makeup for most of this, and then we'll just we'll have you go back into the Sarlacc pit. For, <laughs> so then you get more scarred. I'm going to write sense. a theme song for Fett's pets. <laughs> yes. I need, I probably need some help from someone more <laughs> musically inclined, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to write a little jingle for that. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Brian Thomas. Thanks so much for your super chat. Headcanon. Omega is Pelly living in <laughs> cognito quiet retirement. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh. uh, man, those those twin sons really did some damage. <laughs> Her hair, yeah, it's not blonde anymore. She needs a deep conditioner. <laughs> oh goodness. Poor Pelly. <laughs> Whatever. I, I take that back. Yeah. Pelly looks great. She's rocking the natural curl. But uh no, I don't think that's I don't think that's Omega. I would love to see Omega in this as as an adult and everything. I would be bummed to find out it was Pelly. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that knows her secret is uh, Doctor Mandible, and he won't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> and he won't tell. No, he won't tell. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> uh, Ice, thank you for the super chat. Great episode. Love. We got to really see Boba's motivations and how he and Finnick became partners. A lot of great stuff. So pumped for what's to come. Pumped in mm. all caps. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. So do you guys think it, there's going to be uh, another season? I mean, if you had to kind of choose now, I mean, there's still an opportunity to end the story. You know, um, I feel like, um, you know, with the Bad Batch, uh, when we were getting like close to like the second to last episode, I just, I, I thought, well, it, there has to be a second season or you know before they made the announcement like it just doesn't it feels like there's not enough time to tie up all the loose ends you know uh i feel like right now they could go either way but i my my gut reaction or gut instinct is is telling me that there's going to be a second season you guys get that as well yes yeah i think so and i'm kind of basing it off of the fact that like the crew jackets and stuff said uh i think buccaneer is what they the code name for the show was, and it said Buccaneer season one. So it wasn't mm. like Obi-Wan Kenobi is a, yeah. a, a one season show. And so mm. the crew jackets just say Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I'm going to guess there's going to be multiple seasons. I would like that because I hope that, you know, he takes over Mos Espa this season 
and then maybe gets off Tatooine next year or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Please, can we get off this dust planet? I think oh. it's wild that we're probably going to spend more time on Tatooine in this series than we are in Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I will say I was hoping from the beginning that this would be a one-off show, mm. that it wouldn't have multiple seasons. But now that we're into it and I'm seeing kind of like a bigger picture here and where it could go, I'm okay with it going mm. on for another season. Yeah, I'm fine either way. What about you, Claire? Yeah, my initial, you know, also my initial impression was that it would probably be a one-off, but since they didn't market it that way, um, it's open. I I think that it, it's very likely that they'll have more stories to be to be told with this crew. So I and there's only three episodes left in the season. I feel like there's a lot going to be a lot of ground still to cover in future storytelling endeavors. Like mm-hmm. you don't fix all of Tatooine in seven episodes, <laughs> my friend. They might need another season. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've only got a couple more super chats here and they're kind of short. So I'm going to go through a couple here. Fan co. Kobuka? Oh, I probably butchered that. I am so sorry. <laughs> Thanks for your super chat. Uh, Mate is in the trade of Star Wars actors using local accent? I think just the fact that uh, Boba called Black Chrysanthemum Mate. That's just kind of like a, a oh. Kiwi thing. Yeah. I, I do like that they have that in the dialogue. Just like Yeah, it didn't bug me. The only thing that bothers me is that we didn't get enough uh, uh, of the callbacks from um, the holiday special. The friend, friend, mm. friend, friend. You know, play the friend drinking game. You know? No, friend. no. Friend. But he did ride a beast ten times the size of the Rancor. So friend, friend. <laughs> uh, Bakey with another super chat here just said. Hit it, Max, in quotations. <laughs> and and Ice also set, sent in a super chat. Thank you. And said, I loved when Garces said, hit it, Max. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. We got Max's, like, official name drop. Every time he shows up, I'm like, we are so look- lucky. I what a time to, to be alive. I forgot to put all my Max stuff back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you took my Rancor Funko, and you were like, I got to have it in my background. <laughs> all of the rebos coming out <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we have official confirmation that is at least max yeah. i assume rebo i mean he's listed in the credits as max rebo yeah. so yeah just, just living everyone's glad he survived we're still thrilled over it yeah yeah living and he's still life. rocking those keys after all these Blessed. years Blessed. you know on the grind we respect mm-hmm. we respect a man we respect a man who can can have he's a career artist, that long. Yeah. He's like he's the he's Paul McCartney of the of the jizz music. He really is. <laughs> he's the Rolling Stones. They're, they're touring in their eighties. <laughs> that makes total sense too because Paul McCartney's done so many collabs over the years. He yeah. like Max is over here collabing mm. with the the Mac not the what are the the Bith. Yes, what's his name? Figure and Dan. Yeah, assuming yeah, that's him. <laughs> we don't know that that's for sure him, but yes collabing with Figrin Dan, such a legend. We need a Peter Jackson documentary. 
of <laughs> eight hours. <laughs> yes. Eight hours of the Max Remo. Don't edit the smoking out. Don't edit the sex. Just keep it all in. Swearing. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to seem his little diaper. <laughs> That's not canon anymore. I don't the care. Yeah. We're bringing Both it back. Has a little yeah. diaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need that. Oh, man. I want to see the debate, the Lofty Neck versus Jedi Rocks yeah. songwriting session where he's yeah. just jamming on the keyboards and all of a sudden the whole thing comes out. Well, no, the real debate's going to be like Boba's going to say, well, I, I, I have those diapers too. <laughs> what do you dream about when you're on your back to tank? <laughs> Boba just assumes everyone has one. <laughs> Our last uh, super chat here is from Theral Unfiction. Thank you so much, Theral. Uh, like this episode gets an A. Sing like a yuzum. Don't feed your pets rancor's table scraps. Does Max Rebo elephant play music for bar peanuts there? <laughs> oh, that's offensive. Does he play for bar peanuts? I, no, I think he's uh, like top build at this point. I, oh, yeah. he, he signed a contract with Java just for food and no payment, so... I don't know what the deal Whoa. is at Garces. Garces it very not well Java. might be for food. <laughs> He's got a harem of of uh, lovers. Hopefully someday we <laughs> get a Max oh. Rebo story. To the max. <laughs> to the max. <laughs> oh, another yeah. uh, theme song waiting to be written. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, thank you, Claire and Jackson, for coming and talking Book of Boba with us. Where can people follow you online and watch your stuff and listen to your stuff and all of that? Heck yeah. Well, you can <laughs> you can catch Jackson and I every Sunday night over at the Broaxium YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe to Broaxium. We shoot the poodoo every Sunday night. Have a little cocktail, sometimes a whole half bottle of scotch if you're Jackson like two weeks ago. Um, and and we just talk about all sorts of things that are going on in 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 the fandom spaces. It's still there in the fandom spaces, plural. The class is still here. The classes. It was a rough night. Yeah. It was, it's a rough two weeks, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the same. But yeah. you know, it's a great time. Uh, we have and there's quick shots that come out every Wednesday mm -hmm. um, on the Broaxium YouTube channel, previewing all the new comics that have that are coming out in the week. There's the quick shots, which give you the the non-spoilery tease. And then the Star Bros podcast does the full deep dive and breaks down all those comics that come out, which is pretty darn cool. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to watch the Book of Broba, which is so much fun. Hey, look at there oh, they Tommy. are. Hey, hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. But, uh, yeah, and follow Broaxium Gaming on Twitch because mm -hmm. Roke does some really fun stuff, and he's oh, yeah. one of like the naturally most hysterical people I've ever met in my life. And um, yeah, watch the Book of Broba, where where Dan and Nick break down each episode and share their top moments. It's good mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. It's good fun. It's good fun. Yes. Where else can they find you, Claire? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you can find me there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs. And you can also catch me on the Imperial Senate podcast. I'm doing weekly reaction videos for the Book of Boba Fett. And we do a video and audio breakdowns of the full episode on our YouTube channel as well. So Imperial Senate podcast. And I can be found at uh, Twitter at Jackson Lepi. Um, what Claire said before, Broaxium, uh, 9 o'clock p.m. on Sunday. 
uh, Eastern time, shooting the poodoo. Uh, also, uh, my bro host, Chris Ryans, and I can also be seen or heard at least on episode seven of Oral Knots, uh, yes. Dirt Farmer Saga, uh, Banana Time. Yes. I play Poe Dameron. Time. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I play Poe Dameron, and Chris Ryans is uh, the best fin ever. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, we're getting a lot of views. Um, so check that out. And uh, thank you, Alex and Molly, for uh, having you. both of us on. Anytime. This was a blast. Of and we, yeah. we got one more super chat in under the wire from Rattle Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that Din walks in to help at his side as Bo Katan, Sabine Ren, and Ahsoka Tano. Ooh. Sabine they're would all, be nuts. Like that would be just a, like hand a huge in hand. Shock. I would fall out of my chair and die on the floor. <laughs> if uh, if yeah. one after like walking yeah. in one by one through like hey buddy right. it's me sabine hey buddy it's me <laughs> Bo. i would just be like ah! i couldn't i can't handle that my poor little heart will, will poop out would not be you, you'd be like a little leppy droid and you'd turn yourself off, yes, I, would. off. I would be sobbing <laughs> goodbye everyone goodbye sobbing shuts down <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep my expectations low and <laughs> yes. just assume it's din and nothing more so that if something else happens i'll be thrilled Mm -hmm. Maybe yes. makes Mayfield a little space Boston sprinkled in there. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, I, I like that. that. But that is going to be it for us today. Thank you all for hanging out in the chat, leaving us your messages and your super chats. We really appreciate it. We'll see you Alex, next week. What? I have something to plug for us. Okay. We're bringing back Lego live streams tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we are. We're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing that because they were on Wednesdays and then. Star Wars took Wednesdays from us. So yeah. now Thursdays will be our Lego live stream days. So tomorrow, yes. 6 p.m. Eastern, we're starting that ATAT. We are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are never going to be able to watch that an, I forgot. an adult show. Right? Well, <laughs> our adult shows are just. <laughs> all of us, with all the Star Wars content coming out in the next few years, you just, I'll just explain what, I'll do a, West Wing explained for you. How's that? Thank you. <laughs> yes, that's what I need. Honestly, that would be amazing. It's <laughs> <laughs> be really basic, though. <laughs> it's fine. And drunk. <laughs> but thank you all again. Uh, we'll see you next time. May the force be with you. <laughs>